True Crime Girls contains content not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Like a normal kid, not a killer kid, but I do slay every day. <clears throat> Welcome to True Crime Girls. Welcome back. Yeah. This is episode nine. Yes. Nine. Are we saying what it is or is just... We can say what it is. Killers. Well, yeah, because they already know because they already heard kid talk about it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? So it's going to be the disclaimer and then the intro. And, and then, then our theme the song, episode. and then oh. our episode. So they would already know so that me Killer Kids. Saying, like, so as I we're talking right now, they're like, "Yeah, we know it's Killer Kids." Thanks. Okay, <laughs> so you welcome. don't know what it is, but we know what it is. <laughs> okay, I got it. I'm sorry. Yep, I'm not all here today. Cut all that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that stays. Oh my god. Yes. So. <laughs> We, we obviously have everything down. So together. We exactly we're so what used we're doing. to this now. Nine, Nine episodes, episodes in, we got this on we, lock. It doesn't take us three hours to set nope. up our audio equipment. <laughs> it takes two hours, 59 minutes. <laughs> it's never going to get easier, is it? No. Okay. I'm just throwing that Maybe out there. Maybe season two or 10. Yes. Maybe. So we're doing Killer Kids. Oh, this is True Crime Girls. <laughs> did we? Did? I think. <laughs> I think, yeah, Who's no, I said, I said, welcome to True Crime Girls. Okay. Well, and I mean, they would know they're listening to True Crime Girls. Come on. <laughs> Maybe they're Maybe starting they right don't. now. And they're like, I'm just going to try this. I don't know. I mean, to click the podcast, you guys, that's True Crime Girls. I've been listening to stuff that I'm like, what is this? Have you? It's yeah. music. Um, like, what is this? <laughs> it's called your son. I know. Uh-huh. What are, where did you come from? Um, we are three friends who decided to put microphones in front of their faces and talk about true crime stuff because we're not the best singers so we're like yeah. let's talk yeah i mean speak for yourself go for it no <laughs> i need complete silence <laughs> fan in the background <laughs> nobody can noise. look at me um i'm janine with a cold <laughs> i'm kylie with a cough i'm eileen with an e <laughs> <laughs> um I think this is going to be a cool episode. There are way too many. It was really hard to pick for me. It was like hard to pinpoint one. I love Mary Bell. So that's like the only kid that I could think about while I was doing this. And I refuse to do her. Oh my God. That's what we were just talking about earlier. Yeah. I mean, I, it's sad to say there are so many out there to it's choose from. Insanity. Like murderers. I understand. Like they're little too ones from, too. But they're children. Like, children i don't mean yeah. teenagers who are charged as adults or no, whatever like no kids. literally like yeah. 10 years and under children that kill uh, like 
it's just I can't I can't deal with it. How do how do babies know how to kill? They're just it's just in them. And doing research for this, I found some kid like just gonna throw it out there. Some kid in India who's a serial killer. Yeah, he what? killed three kids. Jesus. He killed his little sister and like the neighbor and a cousin all under when they were like infants, like how months old. How old is he? Old. He was like five. Dear Lord, shut the yeah. fuck up. He fucking smothered them. I'm like, that's how do you nuts. know that though? At five, like, like that's I was crazy. just watching Barney. Like I don't understand. I was like eating my boogers probably. Yeah. How I, did they get so sophisticated? Five? I mean, you're still doing that, but I was yeah, like driving around I'm in my stopped. little powered <coughs> wheels. Gym. Yeah. Now you drive a real one. I know. Oh, color. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I need to find that picture. Side that would side. be cool. Um, but suffice it to say, these kids are fucking crazy. Uh-huh. They're worse than normal children, which are bad as it is. Mm-hmm. And see, to me, when it comes to children, that's nature versus nurture. To me, oh, that's like for sure. That's for sure nature. Like you, yeah. Although I don't depends think on the age. People are oh. born that kid in India. I don't think people are born evil. In some cases, they might. I don't be. think they're born evil, but they're born with something off. Yeah. And yeah, if you don't nip it, like you have to make an effort to like go against whatever like the people nurturing them have to go against like but so severely you know? exactly that's yeah. the problem at five years Is old how they do don't you know? know you don't know that you have to do that you know what i mean but also so if you're not that. like facilitating like a healthy environment either uh-huh. like they're just gonna run wild and do yeah it's just gonna be want. like the switch but that's like anything i mean off. like you know mm-hmm. bullies like or born with no conscience like you don't know yeah. you don't have any connection, no emotion, none of that. So you don't know. Oh, I wish I had that. No, because you'd be in this podcast not talking about it. True. And by the way, that shirt is so fitting for today. I know. know. Poor baby angel Manson had an accident yesterday. And so by the time you're listening to it, it won't be yesterday. I know. So many people tagged me in it and I just felt so great. But you'll understand the day that we recorded. I felt so like loved. But yeah, and I'm wearing a Manson shirt, so. That's uh, <coughs> so. So who's going first? Um, Age before beauty. Go ahead, Janine. <laughs> I'll go first. <clears throat> um. So. I this wasn't my first pick. Okay. But this was the most interesting one. I thought. Um. So I'm doing Brenda Ann Spencer. What's like your least favorite day of the week? Friday. Depends on the week. Fridays? Because mm-hmm. I have every other Friday off. Okay. No, least favorite day of the week? Mm-hmm. For sure, Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. That's why I picked her. Because she doesn't like Mondays either. <laughs> oh, I know who this is. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize oh. what the name but I know who that is. Okay, I've heard of this. Yeah, I like um, it. It's good. <clears throat> So, Brenda Ann Spencer was born April 3rd, 1962. She's now 55. Oh, damn. Um, to Wallace and Dot Spencer. Such, like, really, I don't know. So They're, like, such cute names. Perfect family. Uh, in San Diego, California. Uh, her mother described her as an easy child, good in school, never really got into trouble. Uh, but she remembers her childhood a little differently. Um, so... She was never really interested in school. Her teachers uh, 
they like did interviews with her teachers and they said like they kind of had to like ask her if she was sleeping or if she was paying attention or if she was like mentally there because she would just like space out like she was just was not interested in school um she was kind of a loner and i wa- i watched an interview of a neighbor that used to live <clears throat> near her mm-hmm. um and she said that she attempted to be friends with brenda she came over to her house with a barbie and brenda ripped the head off of the barbie and she was like oh all right <laughs> never mind <laughs> um she'd probably be and my then best she knew friend. right then it was her best friend yeah <laughs> and i was like i would probably be like yes um so also brenda had said that she knew she was gay from a very young age which i think is maybe one of the reasons why she was also like i can see that in like the times yep yeah um, why she was apprehensive of making friends mm-hmm. and she was an introvert anyway so mm-hmm. that didn't help mm-hmm. um her parents divorced when she was nine and um after the divorce she went to go live with her dad which isn't really common after a divorce normally they live with the mom right. um rumors were that uh the dad wallace fought for custody because he didn't want to pay for child support oh do sure oh, that's amazing but okay so like <clears throat> the one of the interviews or one of the documentaries that i watched on this um this what this happened this incident happened in 1978 and the interview i watched is maybe 2001 and he's never given an interview except for this one Mm. interview and he's fucking weird like Mm. he's weird apple Um, doesn't fall far weird no she's actually a lot more normal than he is Um, but he said (laughs) they asked him about this like is this the reason why um you fought for custody say no and he said it's because he loves his kids yeah um so she grew up living with her dad they had little to no money um when she when they were when she was growing up and they slept in a mattress on the living room floor so they like barely had anything and Mm -hmm. it was said that the um the house was littered with like beer bottles alcohol bottle it was just like a disgusting mess um he basically had like no furniture in the house um so fast forward to one of her parole board hearings she dropped some like seriously heavy shit by saying that she was sexually abused by her dad and she never mentioned this before and they thought that maybe it was because like she wanted them to like maybe feel bad for her a little bit or whatever um and then again in this uh the interviewer when they were interviewing the dad mentioned it and he like you should see his face he was like brenda said that and they were like, yeah, she said that you sexually abused her um, when she was growing up. And he's like, no, that never happened. So, I mean, are you really going to come clean That's in the one saying, like, interview that like, you've ever done? Or is it really yeah. <clears throat> not true? Um, so that's <clears throat> allegedly. Um, so he, allegedly. yeah. So he stands by his innocence. Um, and the mom is actually, she's estranged from her mom. They didn't have a really great um relationship and when she was growing up she didn't see her very often uh but they asked the mom about it and she couldn't confirm or deny uh the allegations that uh, brenda was bringing to her dad um so if that was happening uh that was on top of the mental and physical abuse that was already going on in the home uh brenda had spoken of her dad verbally abusing her belittling her and just being an all-around asshole she stated that he would hit her in the head and the face so your typical piece of shit abuse um 
Well, while in custody after she was arrested, uh, it was determined that Brenda had actually suffered a head injury. Of course she did. Surprise, surprise. Uh, When she was a child, injuring the temporal lobe of her brain. So things are basically going really well for her. Oh, so well. There it is. Uh, so in early 1978, when Brenda was 16, she was referred to a facility for problem pupils due to truancy. Um, so after she met with them and after an evaluation, the staff notified her parents that they believed she was suicidal. Uh. So what would you do if you found out your child was suicidal? Lock them up. <laughs> you lock them up. <laughs> Die in here by yourself. <laughs> uh, I would, they would do like therapy every day. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know what they did because I couldn't really find any information. <laughs> <laughs> However, okay. um, later that year for Christmas, uh, her dad got her a Ruger 22 semi-automatic. Oh, of course. 22 of caliber course. rifle with a sight and 500 rounds of ammunition. You know what? That's what I would do. Adopt that's me right. now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when I'm suicidal, I would love for my dad to buy me a pharmacy, <laughs> right? <laughs> and some fucking razor blades and oh a my gun. God. So I have. Oh, and a noose. Yeah. What? Noose time like, lessons, just in case. Seriously. Yeah. Bro. Amazing. So, um. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know exactly when this was taken, but uh, Brenda is quoted as saying, I asked for a radio (laughs) (laughs) and he bought me a gun. I feel like he wanted me to kill myself. Oh, honey. But I mean, it was a rifle. So how do you kill yourself with a rifle? That's you really can difficult. figure it out you can do it. with your toe. But <laughs> <laughs> you've thought about this. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. it's so I'm not going to do it. A bottle, a bottle, <laughs> like a more convenient, a revolver would have done the job. And it has very little uh, recoil. <laughs> so I've heard. I, I mean, it was allegedly. in the documentary <laughs> that I watched. Um, allegedly, allegedly. Oh, no. So I heard or, it from a friend. Or maybe though. <clears throat> yeah, I, I feel bad. Um, so at this point, uh, she was allegedly suicidal. She was drinking and experimenting with drugs. Again, best friend material. Um, so that was in 1978. On the morning of Monday, January 29th, 1979, after her father had left from work, Brenda loaded her gun and opened fire on Grover Cleveland Elementary School, which was right across the street from her house. <clears throat> wait, yeah. We have, wait. Don't we have one around here? What? A Grover Cleveland? I think so. Okay, I'm like. But this no. was, this yeah, is in, was San in San Diego. Diego. Um, <laughs> I was like, um. At one of her parole hearings, she herself <clears throat> stated that she does not remember the actual shooting. Um, she claims she wasn't aiming at anyone in particular, although some have speculated that she aimed at those wearing blue because it was her favorite color. Um, And she continued to shoot even after the cops arrived. So they ended up uh, having a trash truck move in front of the line of fire. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, the most genius move. In an effort uh, to protect anyone else from getting hurt. And it worked. Um, So she did stop shooting. And this is, this part I think is kind of weird. So after she stopped shooting, she received a phone call at her house from a journalist. What? So 
so i don't know how they got the phone number like so quickly or whatever but they called her and they asked her what like why she would do this and her response and till this day the only reason they've ever gotten from her is i don't like mondays this livens up the day so as of i mean does it liven it or does i mean get in it i'm she sure people <laughs> well, it, depends, it depends who you ask oh. um so this would go down as if not one of the first the first documented school shootings in the united states and that quote would live in infamy i don't I, like mondays yeah. Um, wasn't there a song yes that's my next you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) Um, and there was a song uh, written about the quote it's called I don't like Mondays by Boomtown uh, Rats Uh, so after 30 rounds Brenda would have shot and wounded 8 kids and a police officer because she was still shooting after they arrived Um, and then she ended up killing 2 adults a custodian at the school and the principal of the school <clears throat> so after a seven hour standoff with police and SWAT team and another agency that I can't think of right now, uh, she came out of the house and surrendered. So when they questioned her, um, she claimed that she had been smoking weed and drinking and taking pills. And when the cops got in the house, they obviously saw all the bottles that I guess they just lived that way. Um, but they said that they tested her and she didn't test positive for anything so but she she stays with that claim that she was like high on everything and drinking and whatever so she kind of like tried to blame it on that Mm -hmm. um uh so then like once she was older she said the reason she started shooting was because she wanted to die and she thought if she shot at the school somebody would call the cops and, and the then cops and the cops her. would come and shoot her so it would be like <coughs> an easy peasy kind of plan there's an easier way but it's like then why do you continue shooting <laughs> like after the cops get there you know kind yeah. of thing <clears throat> if you suicide by cop you shoot at a cop they're gonna shoot at you usually yeah. not from inside your house though like come but, out but like even, if you're so fucking desperate yeah. or just i'm sure there were mixed feelings there I'm sure it was like partially. I, I'm, she may have started off with those motives. She found it too hard to shoot herself with the fucking rifle that her father got her. Her toe. She was tall. Maybe her toes were too fat tall? to reach oh, her. Maybe that's true. I don't know. She was, just, <laughs> I was, like, she was she? a lanky little girl. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, I honestly just think she was like a troubled teenager. Yeah. And like all of us were. And she but, hated. Money. But we didn't. Shoot but we didn't people. kill anybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're not teenagers anymore we've passed that well still speak for yourself um uh okay so in 1980 brenda pled guilty to two counts of first degree murder and assault with a deadly weapon giving up her right to trial by jury she was sentenced as an adult to 25 to life with the poss with the possibility of parole parole and I said parole. Parole. <laughs> Ross Perot. <laughs> <laughs> With the possibility of parole. And she is serving out her sentence at the California Institute 
Institution for Women in Chino, California, which hey, is hey. not an academy. <laughs> it is. It is a jail. That is a, home. That is a burn on me. I'll take it <laughs> because when we were visiting a friend in Chino, it was my first time out there, and we were driving down the road, and there was a sign that said California Institute for Women, and I thought that it was a university. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I was shit. like, oh, so cool. And then my mom was like, no. Yeah, that, you should apply there. That is a prison. <laughs> you have a really specific uh, application let's, process. Let's get a tour. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's a university. I didn't know this, there was oh, a university out like, here. There's a door. Oh, Why God. is there barbed wire? It's to protect them because oh. it's all girls. Yeah. Um, Sometime my blonde. <laughs> <laughs> So she's had four parole hearings and she's been den- she's been denied for all four and even didn't like de- declined one herself. Um, the wow. most recent information that I can find uh, was an article published in 2009. So it stated that she was denied for parole in 93, 2001 and 2005 and she wouldn't be eligible again for the next 10 years, which would make it 2019 that she's eligible for parole again. Um <clears throat> so that's the end of my Woo! part. However, I, like oh. I have a really weird story okay. that I saw in one of the uh, one of the videos that I watched. So <clears throat> her dad ended up uh, having a relationship with one of her ex cellmates, uh. and they had like a kid or two together. Stop. But like under like I think she was like seventeen. Oh. Which is fucking weird, right? Like he's like you have to watch this documentary. I'll send it to, and I'm also gonna have it in the show notes. P.S. Um, so you guys can watch it too. It's not that long. I think it's maybe like 30, 40 minutes. Um, but it's what? the one. Yeah, it's the one interview that, or it's the so one did documentary. Did he meet her like visiting his daughter? Oh, and then which I think is really sweet. He vis he's visited her every Saturday for the last how many years? You couldn't visit her every Monday. <clears throat> you're an idiot <laughs> well visiting days are only saturday Uh-oh. um wait visited who the cellmate or her oh, oh i don't know well that's maybe it. that's how they met i'm sure that's how they met um but yeah i guess when she got out they mm. had a relationship they had a kid or two and then it eventually like dissolved but uh i thought that was a weird tidbit and weird. it kind of like furthers what creepy it, is. Yeah, there's something. <clears throat> you have to watch there's it though. He's so there. weird. You know what's I don't weird like it. Is the word tidbit. tidbit? Tidbit? Did I say that? Yes. <laughs> Did I really? You, just said, you it's literally a weird said it like five seconds ago. Oh. <laughs> um. It is. Okay. FF. Fun fact. <laughs> um. So yeah, that is the story of a girl named. Brain. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. Um, no, I'm a girl named Brenda Ann Spencer who really doesn't like Mondays. I, I like that one. That's that's a good one. I forgot about that one. Yeah, I liked it. That's cute. And she, I thought she was adorable. She was like had long red hair, glasses, glasses. super thin. She's cute. I feel like I'd she had everything yeah. going for her, mm-hmm. like bell bottoms and mm-hmm. like a flower shirt. She'd been really cute. Yeah. She, was she had to fuck it all up. I know, because it was fucking Monday. God Listen, damn it. we all hate Mondays. Okay. I just have a cup of coffee and kind of just, you know, deal with it. I or don't. five. I enjoy Mondays right now. <clears throat> I wonder why. <laughs> fuck off, both of you. <laughs> Anyways, I guess I'll go next. Okay. Yeah. Which it should be you, because if we're doing Age Before Beauty, you would go next. But, you know. We get it, you're younger. <laughs> <laughs> By like a week. <laughs> <coughs> 
<laughs> don't make that face. If it was beauty before age, you'd go first. Anyway, <laughs> you'd be the only one going <laughs> in that case. No. Pretty much. Be like, it's not that's true. it. Episode over. Not <laughs> Bye. Anyways, so I did mine on Paul Henry, I want to say Gingerich. Because it's literally Ginger Rich. And Just Colt call him Ginger Lundy. Rich. Ginger Rich. Um, Paul Henry Ginger Rich was 12 years old. Colt, Colt Lundy was 15 years old. <clears throat> um, Sorry, I can't talk. We're the <laughs> ones who are, are like know. getting over sickness. It's not you. You're not allowed to do that. I got a frog in my throat. Um, April Ribbit. 20th, 2010 in Indiana. 12-year-old Paul Gingerich. <gasps> and recent. Yeah. 15-year-old Colt Lundy shot Colt's stepfather, Philip Danner, to Ooh. death. Ooh. Yeah. So Paul and Colt planned for weeks to kill Philip. They wanted Jesus to go to Arizona Christ. to sell That's shirts good. to drug people, which who the fuck knows what that means. What? Hey. That was their thing. They wanted they to sell high shirts, and low shirts to drug to people. Drug people. To drug people. Yes. Like, <laughs> I wonder what their target was. Like, <laughs> drug so our, our target audience is just dealers. drugs. Drug <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, it's completely premeditated. But, oh, for sure. Oh, my God. But somewhat last minute. Like, oh. okay. So they planned for weeks, like talked about it um, to so they could oh, run away to Arizona. This. Yeah. Um, they took turns shooting Philip two times each with his own guns. Jesus Christ. So basically, Genza, guns. Like, did they each have one? They each had one. Okay, I was like, or did they like pass them until it like? No, no, and then no, no. They no, up his guns. One. So they we can't even decide who goes first to tell a story. Like, who do you decide shoots somebody first? Like, that's insane. Someone has to take the well, initiative. Well, yeah, pretty much. Okay, so the day of the murder, the boys talked about it with their friends on a playground in their little community. Oh so my god! Like, ah, yeah, they're at the playground <laughs> ah. talking about it. Hey, we're gonna go shoot my dad. Huh? What the fuck? And none of the kids were like, you know what? I don't think that's a good idea. You shouldn't do that. Let's go talk to my parents. Well, there was a third help. kid involved in it, and he was like, but not really. He had no part in the shooting. He was there, but he just didn't say anything, and he was like charged and let well, off. Well, yeah, I mean, but <clears throat> for the two of them, wow. they, what they did was they went home after talking about it with their friends. They went home to um, Colt Lundy's house, got his. Both his guns, it was a, a revolver and a semi-automatic handgun. They waited on the couch and a chair in the living room for Philip to get home. Once he walked in the room and got to the door between the kitchen and the living room, they opened fire. They oh, shot fuck. him four times, once in the eye, once in the wrist, and two times in the chest. Jesus. Yeah. So once, <clears throat> once they shot him and he basically died right there, he just bled out, they packed a bag full of clothes, food and ammunition and they took his Phillips car and they just headed to Arizona just They're, like nothing he was 12 is like 12 and 15 oh my god <clears throat> but um, I can't even drive and I'm 30 how the <laughs> fuck does a 15 year old so why drive? couldn't they just leave for Arizona like why did they have to kill him I don't know okay because yeah. they're dumb just like that kid that uh <laughs> killed the little girl because he, she was uh playing what how she, old were they 15 and 10 they can't fucking drive. Fifteen-year-old can. Did he have his permit? I don't know. <laughs> I need to Let know me call things. him and ask him. They just—they just killed a dead body and then we're not about it. It's not no, Saturday. No. They just killed a dead body. What the <laughs> fuck did I do? <laughs> I didn't want to point that out. I didn't even hear it. I was like, <laughs> so they were found when 
casually, they went to Walmart and tried to exchange change for cash at 3 a.m. Someone saw two young boys trying to exchange who don't have cash a permit at 3 a.m. who don't have a permit, um, and they called the cops. Wow. Yeah. So they were arrested and um, questioned, and that's pretty much all I got on the crime itself <clears throat> because most of it w- that I got was about the case. Okay. So the boys were charged as juveniles. But then they were, it was argued that they should be charged as adults because they, psychological tests showed that they knew the difference between right and, uh-huh. right and wrong. And they That's planned it. Okay. And they, there was premeditation. So um, they were charged as adults. Colt Lundy pled guilty to cons- conspiracy to commit murder as a plea deal. Okay. In exchange for not we'll being see. charged as um First mm-hmm, murder, I think mm-hmm, it was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so he sentenced to 30 years in prison with the last five years to be served on probation, Ooh. plus 152 days credited um, for time served. That's the 15 year old, the one who stepped out. It was Paul Ginger. The, the permit. Yes. <laughs> the one who killed the dead body. Want- <laughs> <laughs> they both did that. Okay. Paul Gingerich pled guilty the same to conspiracy to commit murder. He sentenced 30 years in prison with the last five years to be served on probation. His lawyers filed an appeal uh, an appeal to argue the decision to try him as an adult. The appeals court um, approves and reverses his conviction, and then they start the process of trying him in juvenile court. Um, December 2013, now 15-year-old Paul agrees to go back to court, adult court, um, to be tried as an adult again, because this whole time as a juvenile, they still hadn't brought up charges. Um, he agrees to go back to adult court and that lets him leave the juvenile facility facility he's been in since the first trial. The agreement keeps him under state supervision for 25 years, but could be in a group home community correction center or paroled. Uh, February 2014, he's sentenced again to 25 years under state supervision. And when he turns 18, he'll be brought before a judge to decide if he can be transferred to an adult facility or be released to home monitoring. And we all know how well that goes. Yeah. So for four years, he's getting older. Um, now what? <laughs> that happened. Getting older in juvenile, um, in the no, sorry, in the adult facility. Okay. Sorry, I'm reading wrong. Um, and then March 2017, which is not that long ago, obviously, no. he's released uh. from prison. Just weeks after his 19th birthday. To kill more dead people? (laughs) (laughs) To kill more dead bodies. (laughs) Uh, After spending seven years at the Pendleton Juvenile Correctional Facility, he's released to live with his mother under 24-hour electric monitoring until 2018. But he'll still be kept under regular supervision by the courts until 2020 when he will begin 10 years of probation. But, like, oh, my God. So, right now, at this very moment, he's at home with his mother under 24 hours. Where was hour, all this happening? Indiana. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> under, and it, he has a very big following. Like, there's a Facebook group that says, it's like, Paul, we support you. Come home to us. Because apparently he's been really big on, like, um, they both boys have been extremely Please remorseful. don't tell me he's, like, a born again. No, 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 no. Okay. No. But rehabilitation has been a big thing, like, that they're, okay. they're seen with both of them. Okay. And they're both... From the get-go, they've like, both been super remorseful. I shouldn't have done part. it. It was a bad but, thing to do. Um, Colt <laughs> Lundy will not be released any earlier than October 2022. <clears throat> that was so. supposed to be um, Paul's same release date, but because of his rehabilitation efforts, mm-hmm. 
they've said, okay, we're going to let you go on 24 hour electric monitoring. And he can, he can have a job, which he does at some manufacturing plant. So he has a job and then comes home, but it's literally 24 hours that they're paying yeah, attention yeah, yeah. to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has to be, um, make an appointment and be approved for anything like a haircut or to go out anywhere. Wow. Um, until 2018. 2018 is when he gets his, not 2018. 2018 is when he gets that 24 hour off. He'll still be <coughs> monitored by the uh-huh, courts uh-huh, uh-huh. until 2020. And that's when he just gets his regular probation. He can go out into the world as a regular person and live on his own. But for now, he's living with his mom. Shit. Yeah. That, I, I like. Know. I have so many mixed feelings right yeah. now. Yeah. Because as children, <clears throat> I do believe that they potentially have the ability to be rehabilitated. That being said, they still killed someone. But they weren't. The thing is with that. Yes, they were children. They were tried as adults. They knew what was right yeah, and wrong. But like, yeah, how yeah. stupid were we when we were 15? Let's be not honest. stupid. Not enough stupid to enough to kill someone. But I'm just saying like, yeah, our brains at 15 are, are rational. Not there. They are not there. And with, like, puberty and emote, like, fucking shit. Yeah. So that's, like, taking all of that into account, <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> taking all that into account, I still, I still don't, don't know. know. <laughs> I mean, same. Like, it, it's so tough hard. to, well, obviously, it's tough to judge. You don't know the laws. You don't know what they can or can't do. And we haven't seen them in prison, like, every yeah. day doing whatever they're doing. And it's like, being a perfect prisoner doesn't mean you're going to be a perfect person outside of prison. No. Um, but honestly, that's all they've known. So who knows, like, if they would even be, like, too scared in the real world no. to do anything outside no. of you know the parameters they've been given right and for Um, them to like i said they've been remorseful from the beginning as soon as they were caught we know we did something wrong and i'm so sorry it shouldn't have been done i wish i could take it back it wasn't one of those cases where it's like no i didn't do anything wrong like they're not sociopathic they're not in denial they knew i mean that makes me feel a little bit better but well i wish them you know I, I, hope, I hope that, that, that I, you know, that it's real, that it works. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't because I mean, and also just like humanity's sake, like I do hope that rehabilitation would work. You know, I think yeah. we all hope. And that. if they have the support I don't of their it's family, just scary. And other it's people, scary to it try it. That's, That's like on thing. a case by case basis. Though, oh, absolutely. Some really rehabilitation is. works, some doesn't. Right. It, it depends, depends on, on the person. The moms, but that's why it's so know? scary. Well, one lives with them and the other one the kid um <clears throat> paul's mom he lives with her oh that's right and, the and then one. colt's mom is raising his siblings i mean and did you find any research on any like abuse or anything that had happened it just there's no there's record none. of any abuse they probably were just like him and the stepdad we want to did they ever sell their shirts do they, <laughs> they have didn't them? even make it to well, arizona they made it to arizona <laughs> they were caught at walmart <clears throat> what kind of shirt? Buy them? I wonder if they still what have. What if he fucking opened a shirt company? Could you fucking imagine? That would be hilarious. <laughs> and it's like a Walmart star. That was like, like their change. dream. Oh, oh my god. I mean, see, it says that they packed clothes, food, and ammunition. I wonder if the clothes were the shirts or like clothes to change into. What kind or of like, shirt? Where they planned on getting the shirts from? They're fifteen. They probably don't have any fucking. They probably didn't even get gas. They didn't even have a business plan. Like we don't have. I know. They probably didn't have... We, at least we have business cards. I mean, they could have gone they to probably, eBay. 
I wonder if they knew <laughs> what that. Year like, was this? Amazon, oh, those 2010. Yeah, it wasn't that long yeah. ago. Seven years ago. Yeah, they could figure that's it out. Crazy that it's so. Uh, that's that's so why I said. Yeah, I love that's those really ones. Good. Yeah, it's like ooh, it's like happening now. Yeah. Like yeah. it's really, really going really on right now. I wonder if he's single, dude. <laughs> not for me asking for a friend <laughs> trust me I'm we're not. your only friends I know. You else, we're not asking i'm asking for you not like you're asking Bitch. i'm asking for you you Bitch. don't know my life i don't need no help oh my God, i got me. nervous <laughs> <laughs> you're like fuck i wonder if he is he's not that cute Never i'm mind. just kidding but no wow yeah yeah that was really yeah. good i like it short and sweet I never heard about it before, too. Mm, me neither. neither did I. <clears throat> Not that I don't love yours. Not that I don't like hearing like nostalgic ones that I've heard before. You might have heard of mine. I don't remember hearing of mine, um, but apparently, like it's a kind of famous one. Mm. But I, I don't know. I also don't have a very good memory, so I might have heard <laughs> it before, and it was the first time for me all over again. Oh hey. Um. So. On February 12th, 1993, two-year-old James Patrick Bolger disappeared from the New Strand Shopping Center in Maryside, England. You know this one? Mm-hmm. Um, two days later on Valentine's Day, James's mutilated body was found on a railway line. Mm. James, and like thinking about a t- like two-year-olds that we know, can you, I just, yeah, That's I just so can't. sad. Um, James and his mother, Denise, were inside a butcher shop, um, at around 4 th- or 3.40 p.m. Um, on February 12th. Denise realized that her son had disappeared. Um, he had been left at the door of the shop while she placed an order. She was just like, oh, I'm just going to place an order real quick. He's just going to be right there. And she turned around to scoop him up and he was gone. Oh, God, those are the fucking <clears throat> worst. Yeah. Oh, my God, no. So, of course, police immediately started looking at CCTV evidence um, and it was seen that James was approached by two boys. The boys started chatting with the two-year-old and they took him by the hand and led him away. Mm. Um, so these two boys were eventually identified as Robert Thompson, age 10, and John Venables, age 10. Um, in further investi- investigation... Where is- are their mothers? <laughs> I'll get into it. Or their well, guardian kind of. or somebody. Um, in further investigation of CCTV evidence, it is seen that Thompson and Venables were casually observing other children throughout the shopping center before focusing in on James. And so um, they were also seen stealing various items, including sweets, a troll doll, some batteries, and a can of blue paint, some of which was found at the murder scene. So James and... Um, I'm sorry, Robert and John... They basically in the morning were sent off to school, like from their parents. Like it was just like, oh, here's your lunch, here's this. And then they walked to school, like normal. But they had a history of just ditching. Little shits. Um, And I'm like, at 10, like I never even knew. I have never ditched school. (laughs) I was scared of my fucking shadow. I have never ditched. I was scared. I have never ditched without my mom knowing. (laughs) Oh my God, my mom did that too. My mom used to ditch school and call my grandma and say, hey, I'm going here. I'm like, who does that? I never Because I had like a lunch pass, like in high school. And so I'd be like, hey mom, I like, I don't really have anything going on the rest of the day. Like, can me and like my friend just like hang out at Instagram or something. Oh my God. And she'd be like, I guess short or something like, like it was Jesus Christ. I was like, 
I was I'm so afraid of getting in trouble <laughs> see I was too so I didn't even do it I, I hated it <clears throat> like I did stupid stuff like not like doing my not homework bad. and then my yeah. my teachers would call and be like she's not yeah. doing her homework um but I all that stuff I'm like I'm not smart enough to get away with any of that so yeah I ditched all the time and I don't know how I graduated high school because like my attendance was shit or I ditched on camp. I did. I ditched on campus. Like I would I go in like one of my favorite teachers' classes and just hang out. Oh, I did that too. My God. And they'd be like, "Don't you have like class?" And I'd be like, "Yeah." Or we'd hang out in the hallways and like when the proctors would come around, and ask what we're doing, be like, "Oh, I'm going to the bathroom," and then just fucking hang out like in a different part of the. Hallway. I'd go to like to the ASB office and just like sit in there, and then they'd be like, "You're supposed to be in class." I'd be like, "Am I?" But though? I'm already late. <laughs> That was I'd my, sit in my car that was a lot. my ditching. I'd sit in my car and just listen to music. And then when the proctors would ride around, I'd like lean my seat all the way back. And just like, yeah, it was bad. I lived like a block away from the school. So I didn't have my car at the school. Oh, I did too. I was just <laughs> easy to walk. I was and my mom dropped me off. Oh, no. I didn't walk. I just wanted to make that clear. Mm-hmm. I was still too lazy to walk. My, Sorry, friend, my friends would make fun of me for it too. <laughs> Cause, Cause they'd be walking by and I'd be like in the car, like <laughs> three houses away from my own house. <laughs> um okay so that's how the parents like weren't there like they weren't supposed to be at the mall by themselves they were supposed to be at school um so uh and i also i did not find any like anything about like abuse or bad parenting or anything like that about shits um they just this was just another case of shitty individuals um so da, 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 some of which were found at the scene um so the boys took james on a 2.5 mile walk across liverpool leading him into the leeds and liverpool canal where he was dropped on his head and suffered injuries to his face um the boys joked about pushing bulger into the canal um during the walk across liverpool the boys were seen by 38 people um, and they were just like, cool, these little kids with another little kid mm-hmm. when they should be at Bulger school. had a bump on his forehead mm-hmm. while these people were seeing him and was crying. But most bystanders did nothing to intervene, assuming that he was a younger brother of like the two boys. Oh, my God. Um, two people did challenge the older boys, but then the boys claimed that Bulger was a younger brother or that he was lost and they were taking him to the local police station. So they would use two different kind of like. Jesus. Um, at one point, the boys took Bulger into a pet shop from which they were ejected. Um, so they didn't do anything either. Eventually, the boys led him to a railway line near the disused Walton and Anfield railway station, which none of us in America are going to know where the fuck. You don't? I do. So, you know. <laughs> I was like, she's just there. Her face was so believable. <laughs> oh, my God. So, this is for. You should have your face. <laughs> Guess who the blonde oh one is? <laughs> Janine. Okay. Um, it's close to Walton Lane Police Station in Anfield Cemetery. So, they actually killed him near a police station. Like, come on. Um, so, um, that's where they attacked him. One of the boys threw blue modeling paint, the one that they stole, um, into his left eye. They kicked him and hit him with bricks, stones, and a 22-pound iron bar described in court as a railway fish plate. 
They placed batteries in his mouth. Um, th um, James suffered 10 skull fractures as a result of the iron bar striking his head. Alan Fuck. Williams, the case's pathologist, speculated that Bulger suffered so many injuries that none could be isolated as the fatal blow. That is so, it so heavy. For a two-year-old. So I just want to say again, a two-year-old. Not They're that like, mush not anyway. that any age would like, be fine, but <clears throat> a two-year-old. God, that fucking sucks. Um, so police also su suspected that there was a sexual element to the crime since Bulger's shoes, stockings, trousers, and underpants had been removed. Um, the pathologist's report read out in court stated that Bulger's foreskin had been manipulated. Um, when questioned about this aspect of the attack by detectives the child and child psychiatrist, um, Thompson and Venables were reluctant to give any details. So they, I don't know if they were just like ashamed of it. Uh, not the, Do they like know what they did? Um, TBD. Oh, um, <clears throat> I mean, yes, but you'll, it, oh, you'll see. Um, before they left him, um, the boys laid Bulger across the railway tracks and weighted his head down with rubble in the hope that a train would hit him and make his death appear to be an accident. So that proves right there that they knew that what they were doing was wrong. Like, <clears throat> yeah, they're dumb. They're fucking stupid kids. But that takes a lot of fucking... Uh -huh. Even adults don't know sometimes, like, let oh, me I have clean to make this, this look shit like an up. accident. Yeah. Wow. Um, a forensic pathologist testified that he had died before he was struck by the train because there was a train that did strike him um, and his body was cut in half by that train. So when they found him, his body was like cut in half on top of all of this stuff. Yeah. Um, oh my God. After gathering the CCTV images, um, the abductor's images were plastered across television. So this was before they knew that these two boys had done it. Um, the incident cre created a lot of distress around Liverpool and the 38 individuals who did nothing to intervene were like denounced and known as the Liverpool 38. So wow. it caused a lot of issues. Um, and so like, did they come forward like saying like, oh yeah, we saw them? I think a few people did. Or I think if, um, a few people did because that's how they got like the information of like the two people who did kind of intervene. Mm -hmm. Um, or like, oh yeah, I saw them, da, 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 da. And I don't know if like, as it started to come out and as they started to get denounced that like, Shit. I mean, I imagine maybe more than 38 people saw them. Cause maybe it was just the 38 that That's, said something. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah. Oh my God. That <clears throat> um, so the break in the case came when a woman recognized Venables from the blurry CCTV image and contacted the police. Originally, the CCTV images were so blurry that the police thought the boys were teenagers and were shocked when it was revealed that the perpetrators of this horrible crime were only 10 years old. Like, nobody saw them walking away with, like, blood everywhere? I'm so, like, dumbfounded. I mean... <clears throat> that is insane. Crazy. Um, what year was this? 1993. Um, forensic tests solidify that the boys were guilty by confirming that both boys had the same blue paint on their clothing 
as that found in James Bulger's eye. So I think by this, so they also had blood on their shoes that was traced back to Bulger. My thinking is, is I don't know how they did it, but somehow the blows that they did, like didn't get visible. Like I'm sure there were, there was like invisible blood spatter, like you know how, them, yeah. but somehow they came out clean and wow. they probably maybe had it like on the bottom of their shoes or something. Yeah. That's the only way that I could think that they could like walk back home and be home, yeah. you know, and not and have no, yeah. anybody notice. Um, let's trace back to, yeah. So it was traced back to DNA. So the blood on their shoes was his. So that's how they were like, yeah, it's for sure them. So on February 20th, the boys were charged with murder, um, throughout, um, uh, throughout the trial, the media did not have access to the boys' names, so they kept that a secret. Um, they were known as Child A and Child B um, during the whole trial, and then at the end, the judge ruled that their names should be released because of the because horrificness of, of the of the crime. Um, during the trial, 500 protesters showed up at the courthouse. Um, the boys' parents were moved to different parts of the country and were given new identities due to death threats that they received. Wow! So this was like. Yeah. Fucking huge. Um, <clears throat> the boys were tried in adult court um, and they had to sit on booster seats in order to be seen properly by the jury. Oh, like can, my I'm just visualizing all God. this. I'm like, that is insane. Um, later in 1999, the European Court of Human Rights criticized these aspects as they feel the boys did not receive a fair trial by being tried in, a, in an adult court. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. I feel okay, like if so anything, like- they got less like people felt bad for them because they're on a booster seat and they're freaking kids but like how else are they supposed to be tried like they did some serious shit they tried to cover it up (sighs) Mm -hmm. and i did they show okay go on (laughs) i'm like so (coughs) for that reason i'm so pissed that somebody would try to say that that was unfair i know through psychological evaluation it was determined that both boys knew the difference between right and wrong yeah at age 11, the two boys were found guilty of murder on November 24th, um, 1993, becoming the youngest convicted killers of the 20th century. And to, wow. da- to date, I think they're the youngest convicted killers like in that era, like in England or something like that. Um, yeah, not here, unfortunately, <laughs> or not in the world. Um, the judge... Mr. Justice Moreland told Thompson and Venables that they had committed a crime of unparalleled evil and barbarity. In my judgment, your conduct was both cunning and very wicked. So they were Slytherins. Oh um, my God. <laughs> fuck you. I mean, hey, it's, fuck you. It's England. <laughs> Slytherins would not kill babies like they, that. He <laughs> said, literally, he said cunning. They literally. Well, he wasn't a fucking Ravenclaw. Fucking Avada Kedavra, that motherfucker, or Crucio, <laughs> but not fucking. They didn't have smash their powers his face yet. in and pour. I'm glad I would. My out. house would never be. God, you're such a dick. Please continue. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fucking stand you right now. <laughs> I, like that literally a, that was a really good one literally when i read cunning i was like ooh, slytherin <laughs> like wasn't was ravenclaw good. he didn't say they were witty they weren't like Haha, funny no they weren't wise because murder isn't fucking funny i Kyle. know that's well, why they're Slytherin's in your house so anyways mm-hmm. um the good judge <laughs> there you go hey you hey you both deal with fucking it fucking bitches <laughs> you're the one who got sorted there it's not my fault <laughs> <laughs> my father will hear about this <laughs> drink 
The judge sentenced them to be detained at Her Majesty's pleasure. I had to put, keep that in. Um, with a recommendation that they should be kept in custody for very, very many years to come. Okay, time out real quick. Little tidbit. <laughs> After that Harry Potter thing, now I'm thinking of them as Crab and Goyle. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um, was it which one? Because they were like, didn't want to get switched out because they went to jail. Yeah, the beginning Crab and yeah, Goyle, yeah, the meaner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he recommended a minimum term of eight years. Huh? Say what? <laughs> Are they in Canada? What the fuck is that? They recommended a minimum term of eight years. Oh my god, that's got wait. To how many? Years <laughs> <is that? laughs> she just got okay. Wait, wait, first of all, because you can't see what just happened. She <laughs> got super close to the mic, didn't say retreated. a word, and then retreated and said what she was going to say. No, that wasn't what I was going to say. I had to ask a question before I say what I'm going to say. Okay. How many years did they get? Fucking seven. shortly after the trial, Lord Taylor of Gosforth. I just had to keep all the names. They're so majestic. The Lord Chief Justice. I mean, can we just get to the fucking point? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Ordered that the two boys should serve a minimum of 10 years, which would have made them eligible for release Mm -hmm. in February 2003 at the age of 20. 10 fucking years. That's what they they got. Are they out? So they're out. Are they out? Oh my God. I'm getting in. It, it, it gets, this is like Vincent it Lee. Gets better. Okay, Damn it! I'm pissed. After various appeals, both ways from the boys. So, like, to get them more sentencing, or for them yes. to be like, "Oh, I want less." Um, so it like went all over the place. Um, the European court case led to the new Lord Chief Justice Lord Wolf reviewing the minimum sentence, like, of those types of murders. Okay. Pause really quick. They were tried as adults. Mm-hmm. And they got 10 years. They were tried. I think it's different in England. I don't think they were tried as adults. They were tried in adult court. Okay. okay. I don't. I, I, I'm not British. Okay. You're not? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I didn't do that type of research. Got it. But I can understand why that. Yeah. I don't think they were. I don't know. I don't know how it, how it worked back then or it works at all. Yeah. Um, over there so I don't know if they have that like justification of try it as a child try it as an adult wow. I don't I don't know okay sorry. go ahead let, let us know if you if, if anybody does know please yeah I would like to because I just don't feel like googling it <clears throat> Me um, in October 2000 he recommended that the tariff be reduced from 10 to 8 years adding that young offenders uh, young offenders institutions were a corrosive atmosphere for the juveniles Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I think they're the fucking corrosive ones in that environment. Yeah. Um, Let's see. In June 2001, after a six-month review, the parole board ruled the boys were no longer a threat to public safety and could be released as their minimum tariff had expired (laughs) in the February of that year. The Home Secretary, David Blunkett, approved the decision, and they were released a few weeks later on a life license after serving eight years they were given new identities and moved to secret locations under a witness protection style action the terms of their release include the following god i was like please tell me you have a follow-up for this they are not allowed to be contact 
each other or Bulger's family. They are prohibited from visiting the Maryside region. Curfews may be imposed on them and they must report to probation officers. For how long? It doesn't. A year. Breach of those rules would make them liable and be returned to prison. If they were deemed to be a risk to the public, they would be returned to prison. Wow. <clears throat> An injunction was imposed on the news media after the trial, preventing the publication of details about the boys. The injunction was kept in force following their release on parole, so their new identities and locations could not be published. Um, David Blunkett stated in 2001, the injunction was granted because there was a real and strong possibility that their lives would be at risk if their identities became known. As they well, should be. too fucking bad. Yeah. See, if Anonymous, if you're listening, which, God, I hope you are, <laughs> the next thing you I publish, can I request? <laughs> Why, Anonymous is a good group. Oh, I thought you meant, like, you were talking to them. No, 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 I'm no, like, no, 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 no. I kind of hope they're not. Right? <laughs> anonymous, they won't. The group. Anonymous, anonymous. like the hacktivist group. Okay, like, okay. If okay. you want to just, you know, do a girl a solid, like somehow just mix up something and like get their names published to the right people because that is some fucked up shit. Uh-huh. They should not be free under any fucking circumstance and how they slip through the cracks, how their justice system works, I don't fucking know because that's not right. You don't I think fucking brutally murder a two-year-old in cold blood and have no fucking remorse and then, oh, here you go, new identities after eight years of I fucking time I think they're too serve. young to, <clears throat> to, like, make... Or I think they're still too young to say that, like, they're not a threat. Mm-hmm. Because if they... It wasn't long enough. Right. Yeah. And, like, if they're doing these things at 10 years old, mm-hmm. like, that's... I... No. Can I just tell you? Mm. Shit gets fucking... Oh my You're god. not done? No. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're in March so pissed. <laughs> in March 2010, a call was made to raise the age of criminal responsibility in England from 10 to 12. Um, Children's Commissioner Maggie Atkinson said that the killers of James Bulger should have undergone programs um, to help turn their lives around rather than be prosecuted. The Ministry of Justice rejected the call. The Ministry of Magic rejected the call, <laughs> saying that children over the age of ten knew the difference between bad behavior and serious wrongdoing. So, um, I'm not done. On um, March second, two thousand ten, the Ministry of Magic revealed that John Venables had been returned to prison for an unspecified violation of the terms of his license of release. Justice Secretary Jack Straw stated that Venables was returned to prison because of an extremely serious allegations and stated that he was unable to give further details of the reasons for John Venables' return to custody because it was not in the public interest to do so. Hmm. Following the Sunday Mirror's claim on March 7th that Venables was returned to prison on suspected child pornography charges. Oh, Straw repeated that premature disclosure of the details of Venable's return to custody was not in the public interest. Um, but on June 21st, 2010, Venables was charged with possession and distribution of indecent images of children. It was alleged Piece that he downloaded shit. 57 indecent images of children <laughs> over a 12-month period um, to February 2010 and allowed other people to access the files through a peer-to-peer network. Venables faced two charges under the Protection of Children Act 1978. July 23, 2010, Venables appeared at a court hearing at the Old Bailey via a video link. 
visible only to the judge hearing the case. He pleaded guilty to charges of downloading and distributing child pornography and was given a sentence of, you want to guess? A day. Ten years. Two years. Fuck you. Two years imprisonment. And five years for time served. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, are you she's kidding? not done. She's not done. I'm pissed right now. She's not done. <laughs> At the court hearing, it emerged that Venables had possessed in online chat rooms as she had posed, sorry, in online chat rooms as 35 year old Don Donnie Smith, a married woman from Liverpool who boasted about abusing her eight year old daughter in the hope of obtaining further child pornography. Venables had contact. contacted what (laughs) contracted (laughs) contacted his probation officer in february 2010 fearing that his new official identity had been compromised when the officer arrived at his home venables was attempting to remove the hard drive of his computer with a knife and a tin opener so a can opener um the officer's suspicions were aroused (laughs) this this looks a little wrong (laughs) um and the computer was taken away for examination leading to the discovery of the child pornography which including children as young as two being raped by adults you know what i was gonna ask are you are you done Uh, two more paragraphs the judge ruled that venables new identity could not be revealed Still, but the media was allowed to report that he had protected. been living in Cheshire at the time of his arrest. The high court also heard that Venables had been arrested on suspicion of a fray, which I don't know what the fuck that is, and I didn't look it up, which I meant to. Real. In September 2008, following a drunken street fight with another man, later that same year, he was uh, he was um, what's it? it says cautioned, but basically like charged. Excited. There you go um, for possession of cocaine. Um, in November 2011, it was reported that officials had decided that Venables would stay in prison for this foreseeable future as he would be likely to reveal his true identity if released. A Ministry of Magic spokesperson declined to comment on the reports. On the 4th of July 2013, it was reported that the Parole Board of England and Wales had approved for the release of Venables. On September 3rd, 2013, it was reported that Venables had been released from prison. Are you done? Yes. Fuck England. I'm <laughs> fuck England. I've always wanted to go, but now I still fuck England. No, now we have to go to find him and <sighs> shove batteries down his fucking throat. I'll so shove batteries up his um, ass. I I chose this because I saw their cool mullet. Um, oh, it's not a mullet; it's a shadow. <laughs> oh, and he's the cutest one. Yeah. So what this is dick. why I chose it because I was like, oh my god. It's so sad that these are like mug shots and then fuck, I'm glad I chose it. So, wow. And the, these pictures I, that I'm talking about will be in the show notes. Like we talk about and I'm like, all right, you know, that's, that's a pretty cool story. This is not a cool story. And you know I why? don't want to do this episode anymore. Like I wish I can go well, back over. to an hour ago. No, I want to go back <laughs> to the last hour of my life back. But these are your people. fucking bullshit. <laughs> this is so like do you know why you feel this way it's because it's not about no 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 let's not say that we're not no no no, no, (laughs) because it's not about the the story anymore it's about the The lack of justice yeah and (laughs) it's okay you you missed your mouth oh she's all wet damn she's getting wet (laughs) 
I missed my mouth. Mm. <laughs> have that problem often? <laughs> Listen, shut up. It's that they failed to fucking no. It's they failed to protect the public. Yes. They're protecting this piece of shit for whatever fucking reason. And maybe they have these like laws in place that like we have to do this. This is what we do. This is the the protocol. This is how mm-hmm. we're going to treat this. But fuck him. <laughs> Like, if people know who he is and stone him to death, you know what? If you're doing this shit to kids when you were a kid and you're still fucking exploiting children when you're an adult and you're having the second chance of life, fuck you, dude. I think to me it's not so much about the justice. Well, I mean, it is about the justice, but I'm picturing the baby. Mm -hmm. I'm picturing, uh, you know, James. Lee, the other one, the little one. James. James Bolger. That's a little baby. Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, she's thinking about real babies in yeah, her real oh. life. Oh, the baby of my life. Oh, okay, okay. I get I'm it, picturing I get the baby of my it, life being it, the victim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, like, when we talk about all this shit, like, okay, grownups, whatever, yeah. you're grown up. It's fine. But you, you always have this, pain. like, uh, but when I, level of, like, there's somebody in your life mm-hmm. that's to that degree, and you yeah. think about it that it's way. Like your story today was <clears throat> she shot randomly and hit a bunch of kids, yeah. but then she hit the adults and they died but it was like a quick mm-hmm. okay mine was <clears throat> it was somewhat quick an adult mm-hmm. that was literally torturing mm-hmm. a child mm-hmm. an infant that right there like stories like that i can't like they fuck with me. i know they fuck with me and that's it's why i'm so, so pissed sad. off it like was so if it sad. was like an adult they did that too okay whatever like i, I don't think i'd be as right pissed off it's but so the fact that he continued to do stupid shit. Yeah. And, and then that goes back to it showed, the force exactly, was manipulated. Exactly. And they were ashamed to admit whatever. Yeah, yep. it was fucking. And he's still looking back at two-year-olds. Two year yeah. So this has not changed. And there's like drooling. He's not going gross, to change. Like, I don't know. Like, could he be? Could <laughs> You're like, first of all, when, the age needs to be fixed. <laughs> like there's something. There is nothing when you not said right two-year-olds, like that made me think, is he going back and looking at two-year-olds and thinking about that time mm-hmm. that he did Probably. that? I mean, how can you not? Kid? Yeah. How can you not? Uh, I mean, who knows? Somebody if, find him and like <laughs> fucking who do knows the same if to him. he knew how old. Um, what's his name? John. Oh, but it's James. James was it's the it's the look though. Yeah, that's all. It one and a half, Which two, makes it worse three. Because it's like he has that like specific that, yes, like that type. Ugh. They're so innocent I know. at that age. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. I that can't was even such believe a good story because I'm so pissed. Yeah. Sorry to leave you guys like this. Fuck but, you. Um, I was gonna say something. Fuck. It was a lie. But you're sorry. No, <laughs> I'm you not should sorry. apologize. I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> no, that uh, was so good. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> that reminded me of Vincent Lee, the Greyhound, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of his short sentence yep. and how kind of like um like willy nilly the terms were that he was released on, mm-hmm. and it's like. How do you? How can you determine though, like that this person is not a threat to society? Um, when they when they do like child pornography again, you say they're a threat, and that's it. Like, sorry about it. Yeah. I mean, two years. See, child pornography is a big deal. You don't do two years on child pornography. I'm pretty sure here in America, like the punishment is a lot more because yeah. it's fucking child pornography and it's like a gateway like it, okay. you don't know if they're gonna act on those impulses that they're and doing he already in private he has yeah and it's it's like it's strike two 
It's there's strike one, strike two, strike three. There strike should two, be like should torturing. Be strike one, yeah. strike one was strike ten. Yeah. Like, psh, I but like um, they didn't learn the first time. They obviously well, didn't learn the second John time. Well, John didn't learn. Robert has stayed, you know. But still, the, the course. That, yeah. I mean, hopefully that means to me, honestly, seeing like now that John's been back in prison and Robert's just kind of like doing his thing or whatever, it seems like it. Um, he just hasn't been caught yet. Or John was the like alpha instigator the instigator and Which robert was the follower yeah isn't yeah. right still isn't right no but well i mean it could tell a lot about the crime in itself yeah, as to who was more responsible for that as well um what i was going to say was and pe- it, it caused it's like it by keeping their identities like a secret and stuff it causes even more issues for England in itself because there are people trying to compare these kids' mugshots right. to regular human beings. And there have been cases where it, the rumor's gotten out that this random person is John and their lives have been ruined and it's not right. even fucking them. Right, and exactly. It's a re- I've, they, they have articles on it. And they're like, my lives were ruined because a rumor was started that I was this person because I resemble him. As That's and bad. their lives are ruined, yeah. and it's just That's like fucked they, up. so. Even <clears throat> after ruining lives, they're continuing to ruin lives because we're trying to protect. See, and this that's the other thing. It's like, person. why are you trying to protect these people? You know, like <laughs> there's just no. Again. We don't know the laws. We don't know if that's what if well, that's what wrong. they have done. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know them, but whatever they are. But like to what degree do you like implement this? Like you know what I'm saying? I mean, like we, do they and, do this? And we were for just saying like this this like should how? be like a case by case basis, like as far as like and as we as you were telling like your story and certain things that you were saying, Eileen, like how you were saying, Well, I think the rehabilitation is a case by case basis. I could not stop thinking about my case that I'm doing because yeah. I'm like yeah it fucking is a case by case basis oh, because so look at this one Ugh, that bothers me I hate this fucking story <laughs> I hate this I fucking quit. episode <laughs> so Eileen quits the podcast now I, no I thought this was a really good one thanks I like it I liked all of our stories the episode I liked our stories the first stories were fine the last story <laughs> the fuck, fuck the last story talking about <laughs> your Slytherin shit your Ministry of Magic <laughs> That you, was really good. I'm so... <gasps> I'm sorry. What did you say? Fuck you, Dumbledore. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see <laughs> what I mean about these Slytherin? No, maybe it wasn't Dumbledore. It was the Ministry of Magic. It was the Minister of Magic um, for letting this shit fucking go. Fuck I'm you, Cornelius so glad, Fudge. I'm so glad you went last. Because I and would not have And that stupid bitch, that lady... Dolores. That, the, yes, fucking Dolores Umbridge. Why are you so close to the microphone? You're yelling at these people. I it's know. It's not their fault. <laughs> Dolores Umbridge did England, it. England, if you're Slytherin. listening to us, Eileen is fucking pissed. But if J.K. Rowling's listening, oh my god. I love you. You're a queen. Um... If Imelda Staunton's listening, I don't mean you personally, just the character. Oh my god, if Matthew Lewis is listening... <sighs> he's married. If Brian, he's not married. He's engaged. Oh my god! If Brian <laughs> Warner is listening, baby, I love you. Who's that? It's Marilyn Manson. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I'm like, which character do you? I like? know. I'm like, should I Google him? Who is this? He would be a Slytherin. 
I don't know. I think no, Manson, I don't no, no. think so. Marilyn Manson would be a Slytherin, but I think Brian Warner would be like a Gryffindor. <laughs> yes. Okay, sorry. That's our that's our episode for today. <laughs> what house are you in? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Know. So put. Okay. So you're listening to this episode. We'll do. Uh, after we release it, we'll do some type of post and put in on Instagram and put like a heart of the color of the house that you're in. So if you're Ravenclaw blue, Gryffindor Ooh, red, Hufflepuff yeah. yellow, and Slytherin um, right. green, and also put a snake. Yes, that would be awesome. That's a good idea. Yeah. That would be really, really good. So for that. the record, obviously, I'm Slytherin. Eileen is Slytherin. Kylie is Ravenclaw. Jean is Gryffindor. And there are no fucking Hufflepuffs here because. Kid. <laughs> it's a Hufflepuff. Is it? Kid. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we got it covered. The Our podcast has it, it covered. It. Yahtzee. So. Okay. Well, that's it for today. I have to. I hope you guys are <laughs> not as pissed as we are. <laughs> I hope you are. <laughs> Oh, I'm I hope sorry if we ruined your if, day. No, I'm not. If somebody's yelling in their car, <laughs> listening to this, we've done our job. Let me know because I—that's me when I'm listening to something mm-hmm. like where it's just so. Those stupid. are the best I'm like, ones. Are you fucking? Those are the. Me? I live for those yeah. ones because I can only imagine what people next to me in the so car. So if you're are pissed, <laughs> let me know. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. So put your heart and then be like. Ah! Yeah. Yeah. If you're as pissed as we are. If not, then... Which you should be. Like, yeah. If you're not, then you need to check yourself into a psychiatric facility. Maybe you should do it anyway. I mean, it's not bad. Nice little vacation. Listen. (laughs) I just had a headache. They have bowling. (laughs) They do have bowling. Yeah. And they have a TV room and they have a cat. And then some Evan Peters is there, which is really cool. There you go. All right. (laughs) Sidetrack, sidetrack. They had a cat. I love you, though. MG had a cat. No, Lisa had a cat. No, Paul, uh, Torch didn't have a cat. Somebody left the cat. No. Oh, Daisy had the Daisy cat. Daisy had the cat. And after and Daisy took committed it. suicide, they took it. Someone was yelling torch. this whole time. Daisy had the cat. <laughs> All right. We need to end this. Okay. <laughs> okay bye. Bye. Hey. Wait. What's our. What? Th- oh, wait. Okay. So. No, not bye. Take it back. <laughs> We're not um, done. Follow us all over the place, which you should be already. Subscribe if this is your first fucking episode and go listen to all the fucking rest. Hey. And, um. Make sure you're following us. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Follow the website if you can. Email follow subscription. Us. We have follow our us. individual. Yes. Um, not Eileen, though. Don't follow Eileen. She's private. She's private. She's, she doesn't want to be friends with you. Because she has so many <laughs> things that she hides <laughs> from the world. <laughs> so Kylie. It's Kylie TC. Oh, By the time you hear this, Eileen will have a fucking... But there will be nothing on it. <laughs> Except for a Slytherin logo. <laughs> So follow Kylie, Kylie TCG. Follow Janine, Janine TCG. Follow Eileen, Eileen TCG. Yeah. All on Instagram. But do not follow us home. <gasps> Unless you really want to. No, sir. Really no, 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 don't. I don't. <laughs> okay, bye. Goodbye.